Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to TuneIn.com slash NatchBute. TuneIn, baby. This week on Mystic Party, Todd Stashwick, Bad Psychics, and Hammer Deaths. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Oh, uh, from my school. From junior high, there was a guy at the pep rallies. He was really fat, and he would stand up, and he'd lift his shirt up, and he'd start doing that. that and was everybody true. would clap at him, sing. If you, if your name is Will, Will, your name is kind of always going to be Big Will or, Big Will. or Lil, Lil Will. <laughs> yeah. And that was, there was a song that went with him, but I can't think of what it is. Do you know Big Will? No. Yeah. I mean, from high school, yeah. I Did mean, we went to high school song? together. No, there was a song that he danced to a lot in our pep rallies. One thing I remember about him... Very particular that just hit me was that he had a special hall pass that he could go to the bathroom anytime he wanted. Wow! Because he had chronic diarrhea. That's a horrible story. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing a person named Big Will and chronic diarrhea and dancing with your shirt off, and it is not. It is really gross. That is not That's an equation gross. that I want to see the equal sign to. Well, while everyone's picturing that. Um, welcome to the Mystic Party, everyone. Welcome to the Mystic Party. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm Zane Grant, professor of occult studies, University of Cincinnati, Missouri. And today on our show... We have Todd Stashwick. There's like four eyes. Oh. What? What was eyes? Like the way you pronounced my last Stashwick. Like you added. It's also like the size. way you you talk like um if you're southern where you say like you you say it's Todd Stashwick. You know, like I you add a couple extra like Now you consider being from Texas Southern? No, no, no. I just say Southern people talk about that. But we have a confusing, because we're from East Texas, uh-huh. which is basically Louisiana. Oh, was that Southern? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're from like 45 minutes from Shreveport uh-huh. is the problem. Like, So, so people are always like, you're from Texas. I'm like, we're kind of from Louisiana. Our dad's from Louisiana. Is that so the problem? more associated the, to solution? Louisiana. Yeah, a little bit more. Like we had crawfish boils and stuff okay. growing up. I didn't eat them because I think it's gross. I did too. Crawfish? Yeah. Also, Zane told like me at bugs. some point that they were screaming when you put them in the pot because they, they make a sizzle noise. And well, they, they, they don't. No, they don't. They Wouldn't don't. You? Wouldn't you? Yeah, but they don't. I don't think they have vocal cords. I think they're, they're thoughts. They're screaming thoughts. <laughs> and as and a scientist, it must have been deafening to you. Oh, it is deafening. That is what it is. Because you could hear their pain. I like to think of myself as more of an animal psychic than anything That's else. what I'm saying. This is and... why I raised this question. We're going to get to this, Todd. We're going to get to this. Well, but I first, I want, I want people to know. Um, I feel like people know who you are, but if they don't. No, no, no. My name is. Are you, t- are you checking our mics? Oh. They don't. Because they look at me and they go. Uh, Did you play a super villain you? on Buffy the Vampire Slayer Were season four? You? 
what? No, my favorite is, what do I know you from? Oh, I know. And I go, um, I don't know. What do you watch? That's what I say, too. Yeah. People say that they go, well, what have I seen you in? And I say, you know, I don't know what you've seen. I don't know what your viewing habits are. Yeah. Whenever they ask me. I mean, I'm flattered that my the geometry of my face <laughs> strikes a chord in their cerebral cortex, when, but I can't help them. Mm-hmm. When they ask me, I'm usually like, name a show. Well played. And then they name it, and I'm like. That's it. Nope. <laughs> no, I would just go, yep, yeah, that's it. You and found like, it. Uh, sometimes they're like, were you, were you on X-Files? Oh, because you look like David Duchovny. And I'm like, I was. Yeah, you said. Were you ever? Yeah, we didn't set? talk about. No, he's not an actor. <laughs> you know, we never. We didn't talk. We did the X Files Files podcast yesterday, uh-huh. which is super fun. You should do it. Okay. Actually, are, were you ever on X Files? No, I you're never too, got to do You're a little X-Files. too. You're too young. Oh, you're adorable. Are you not too young? Were, were they casting him? Did you audition for X Files? I was. I was. I was a professional actor while the X Files was on, but I was okay. living in New York. Uh, okay. Well, we did it, and um, we didn't talk about how you look like David Duchovny's in, which is weird. I tried to talk about it, but he shot it down. No, he didn't. Yeah, he I, shot it down. I said, I, <laughs> I said, I said, did you think that like maybe because he kind of looks like a brown fox mole? <laughs> we have similar chins and nose. Him and I. I don't think so, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's true. So you, oh, I see. You tried to bring it up. And so I was like, oh, that kid they had play Fox Mulder in the flashback, either one of us probably would have been a more strong lookalike. You did say that. And he said, no. And I was like, maybe you're not looking at me close enough. (laughs) Did he he inch closer? (laughs) No, and then he changed the subject. Take it all in. Um, But it was really fun. It was a good podcast. Handsome man with good taste. Who was this Mm. gentleman? Um, Kumail Najiani. He does a podcast called The X Files Files, and he goes through every X Files episode. You're just adding syllables under his name. Nanji- just yeah, just like I did with yours. You're just making it up. Najiani. That just sounded like a sassy person. I can't even do it. That's what you are. That's true. Okay, Todd, back to you. Back to you, Todd. Okay. Where do people actually, where do people know you from? Heroes? Riches? The Riches? Uh,. Most recently, the originals. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes more sense. The Vampire Diaries spin-off. But do you find that it's people like in their 20s? Who who recognizes you? What is the age group for the oh, originals? Oh, it's there. It, that is a gamut. Oh, is it? Holy McMoley. It's That's like, good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like 13-year-old girls and women in their 40s. Is it all women? Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and an occasional like very sweet, very outnumbered dude. Oh, yeah. 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 Who's yeah, I, I, I'm not going to cast any. Okay, uh, I don't know what people are. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Know. You can like the I? originals. What? What am I? What you are you? Are his wife, right? <laughs> Boom. So I don't know who you. What you are? You are straight. Close. Possibly. Well, or too old. And now there will be slash fiction about Kiki News Girl. <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah. But people, With so the originals, you were on last season for a lot, quite a few episodes. Yep, about half the whole season. That's really crazy. Mm-hmm. And you played a father. I played a, a conflicted priest. I love that. No. Are there, is there any other kind? Well, not, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because it's a big world. Yeah, that's true. So not on I'm TV. sure there's one priest that's just like, I'm not conflicted. I know who I am. Yeah. That I priest and the exorcist. Yeah, he knew his job. Oh, he was deep. That's true. Yeah. But the, boy, the other one though, the like the one who yeah, exorcist too. No, I mean, I mean, Max von Sydow. He wasn't conflicted. He knew his stuff. He knew what he's, he's doing. He's getting. He's making it happen. Yeah. Oh, Christ there. compels you. Yeah, like, he was in it. He was yeah. in it. Did you get to say anything like that? Was pretty good. I. 
Did I ever say power crazy? Um, I don't think so. Mm. I said a lot of things. I mean, it was I lived in a town filled with vampires, werewolves, and witches, so there was a, a lot, lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, but you know, I think in the power of the full moon compels you. The the you know in the Exorcist, the the event was an aberration. I mean, it was like um, not every day this yeah. guy. But in in Louisiana, in the originals, it's like. Throw a rock, you hit a vampire. That's how I feel when I'm in Louisiana. I'll tell you that. Throw a rock. My Throw a friend, rock, you hit a vampire. My friend, my friend, uh, my friend Ingrid, she she lives in Louisiana, and uh-huh. she's a jazz singer. And, and I was down there for like a month, a number of years ago. And this and there were just signs up for ghost tours and stuff. And there was one sign that said, come explore Louisiana's rich vampire history. And she's like, there ain't no rich vampire history. <laughs> He's like, Anne Rice wrote a bunch of books, and now, like, we have a rich... Va- First of all, there's no vampire. <laughs> so, she was just really offended she was that like really mad about Louisiana that. is now the, the hot-button place for vampire, And it kind of is. It kind of is, but you know what? Good for them. They have, a, they have a booming business based I'm on that. Thinking, yeah. Is the reason Anne Rice put based it there is because they buried the bodies, like, above ground so the vampires could, like, walk again? Well, I think she lived there. Oh, she's so I think she just looked out her window and started typing. She's like, so this is, creepy. This is what actually happened, guys. Okay. okay. She looked out her window. She saw a lot of goth kids because it was that time of the century. And she was like... 70s is when she wrote. <laughs> was that, it the 80s? When did she write Interview with a Vampire? Nine, we only had a magic brick. We, we, we only had a Kiki News girl to look that information up. When was, uh, when was I think Interview it was, with a Vampire written? I think it was 19... I think you're right, 70s. 80... I don't think so. I'm sure the listeners at home really want to hear us uh, think about this out loud. It is, a, it is a topic of conversation. <laughs> um, Interview with the Vampire. Oh, I'm getting the IMDb. Yeah, guys. I know. It's, yeah, so it's the book. Helpful. Yeah, we aren't interested in the movie. Although the Go. movie was great. Came out in the 90s. What right happened now. to that little girl? <laughs> she's real Kirsten famous. Dunst, she did Melancholia. Lars von Trier. It was yeah, terrific. She's super famous. Never heard of her. Okay. You don't have to. <laughs> Kirsten? Anne yeah, Rice, published in 1976. Boom. 76. Boom. Same year Not- as what movie? Tell me. Uh, oh, it didn't it actually didn't come out until the following year. Uh, what? This is Chainsaw Massacre. Never mind. Okay. I'll leave uh, you hanging. Okay. Um, what, what, what? Todd. Yeah. But you and I know each other. I'm going to keep talking about you. I'm going to get this out eventually. Okay. Is there um, to get we're out? not. We're really good at uh, sidetracking on this show. Um, yeah. Well, I, you and I know each other. Well, from a lot of ways. But one way is comic book world. Yes. And Zane as well. Yes. Zane's written some comic books. Mm, I yes. have written some comic books. Mm. You have written some comic books. Mm-hmm. Well, I've written comic book. Talk about it. Uh, a number of years ago, in 2009. So long ago. I Do you remember this, kid? I had an idea. Ba- way back when, they were, when the numbers weren't double digits. Um, back in 2009, I had an idea. And uh, for uh, I didn't know what it was going to be. It was a TV show or a thing about the devil having a crisis of conscience. Cut to working on that mutual show that you and I share. Yeah. The Heroes. And uh, they, the character that I was playing on the heroes, was uh, being introduced in the web comic online on NBC, the heroes website. The man drawing the comic was a one Dennis Calero. No, M. Dennis Calero, quite a character. Quite a character. I just mm-hmm. uh, he's staying at my house right now. Um, <laughs> so Dennis Calero, uh, I took. I took the picture that he drew of me, which was pretty badass to see yourself drawn as a comic book. I was also in the comic book and it was so cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was like really tall and thin. It was super weird. In what comic book? In the Heroes comic book. Oh, right, 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 right. I was in it for like, I think they had one issue. 
This wasn't even in the book. This was online. Okay. And so uh, I went on the Twitter, and I had taken the drawing he did of me, and I made it my avatar, oh, and yeah. I found him. I said, dude, it's so cool. Big comic book fan. It's nice to see. You know, it's awesome to see yourself drawn as a comic book. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm a fan of The Riches, uh, which was a television program that I was an actor upon. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, so we had a little mutual admiration side going. And then he said, hey, I'm coming to L.A. Do you want to have coffee? We had coffee. He asked me if I write. Uh, the the idea of the devil having a crisis of conscience, I pitched it to him. He said, hey, that'd be great. Let's do it as a webcomic and give it away for free. I love it. And so uh, we launched it for Comic-Con 2010, and we would do one page a week. We still do. One page a week and put it out once a week for the last Four years. How many pages is that? Well, ideally 52, but then there's bonus issues. Mm. Uh, we'll do like little like postcardish, like, hey, happy Halloween from Devil Inside. But that means you have like 400 pages. Lots. Okay. And then so what we do at the end, and so we've labeled them chapters. So at the end of each year is a chapter, and then we collect up the chapters, and then we print them. I have one. We self-publish them. I have one. And we put them, uh, and then we bring them to the Comic-Con, and we sell them. And I wave to people, and kind people come and purchase our books, and we sign them and chat with the with the fans of the book. And uh, and so now this Comic-Con, we will have our third book That's for so sale. So then we have three chapters for sale, and we're already about 10 episodes into uh, the online comic, That's... chapter four. So three printed for, uh, all of them are available online, but you can the, the printed books have really nice bonus uh, content. One, uh, our friend uh, Amber Benson did the foreword for one. Oh, and, so nice. And Doug Jones is oh. doing, uh, he's did the foreword, Dana Gould. And then we get um, some really lovely comic book artists have done bonus art for us. Oh, Walt cool. Simonson and Dustin Nguyen. And, oh. Yeah. So it's Very been, cool. uh, yeah, Tim Sale. Heroes Tim Sale. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. Um, Let me ask you a question. This is going to come out after Um, Mm Comic-Con. So if I'm at home listening and I'm like, wait, did you say the name of it? I'm devil like, inside. Okay, good. I'm like, do you? I want a devil inside. Can people buy it from you somewhere, like on the internet? We sell it. Uh, if you go to www.todd, T-O-D-D, Stashwick. Mm-hmm. Just, That's you. Just me. Stashwick, S-T-A-S-H-W-I-C-K, uh-huh. uh, dot com. Uh-huh. All the information on how to purchase said book is there. Oh, good. And every, every uh, episode is also available. Yeah, so, so you can, can just go start free. from the beginning. But some people are collectors. People they like, like to books. Hold it. Also, it's hard to, re- you know, you can take it with you, like on yeah. a plane or something. Yeah. Yeah. A plane without internet. Yeah. Whatever. Um, okay. One more thing exciting Thanks. happening in your life. Yeah. I know you can talk about this because it announced on like every bit of media <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but you're writing uh, just a little video game. I am writing a video game. Just like, you know, a little random one. I'm Probably no one's heard of it. It's uh, it's this it's this obscure uh, space opera IP uh-huh. uh, based on a film that came out in 1977. Oh, that was what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and it's called... Uh, it's called... Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Maybe people have heard of it. You might have heard of it. Don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm co-writing the video game uh, for Visceral uh, Electronic Arts... Uh, cool. With Amy Hennig, who is, uh, she created the Uncharted franchise for Sony. Familiar with a little, A little billion dollar franchise for Sony. Sure. And then she is now over at EA, and she invited me to co-write uh, the, the script with her. 
so exciting. Very exciting. How long is that kind of script? How many pages? I've never counted it. Okay. I don't think I don't think it, it it's not it's a different process. It's okay. not like you go, it's finished, fade out, and right. then you hand it in and then you start shooting it. It's much more of a liquid process. Oh, okay. I see. It kind of evolves. I mean, you break story and then you know what's happening, but then you just kind of do scenes at a time and, and they evolve mm. and, and because it's it's motion capture. That's and fun. so you go to the soundstage and it's we making video games feels like it's always in post. OK, which is which is good. Right. It all feels like post. It's not like you have. A, uh, a post-production people. Yeah, it's listeners. not like there's a primary shooting schedule, and then you take everything and then process it. You're, it's kind of all kind of happening like, all at the same time. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Do you love it? Yeah. When does the game come out? In a million years? I, I don't. Yeah, like forever. I like it takes so long to make a video game. It's, it's a while. Because I'm always like, it takes a long time to make a movie. It's yeah. nothing compared to a video game. Zoom zoom. No, it's it makes yeah, it makes movies look speedy. Crazy. Um, but like right now, we're in the research and um and story stage for us for that me. mean you just watch like the star wars movies over and watch over the again star wars movies over there, or and we go to a little place up north called skywalker ranch part of it dig into the archives and and do lots of research and take uh lots of notes that sounds really exciting <laughs> yeah have you seen any celebrities at the skywalker <laughs> ranch <laughs> the most most important question celeb uh, uh, no, like, how often do you see Princess Leia? So she lives there. Mm. They all live there in costume. <laughs> Is it all made out of mirrors? What the ranch? Yeah. Oh, it's it's actually quite. Don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. It's the antithesis. I have a very specific idea. It's the antithesis of what you would think a place that would make big, big budget science fiction. It's like going to a vineyard. It's, I mean, it's gross. I've seen photos on the internet, so it's, it's like, not the antithesis. It's exactly what I'm picturing. It's the, ro- it's rolling hills and yeah. it's lakes and it's winding roads. Uh, and it literally, <laughs> literally is a vineyard. How many spaceships are there? There's like 18 spaceships. Okay. Well, All that's right, a good amount of spaceships. That's 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 spaceships. spaceships. I feel like that would have been what you would have. Vines of with. grapes. Um, uh, I know. Um, well, what? Uh, what a fucking waste! <laughs> what uh, secret are you going to tell us about the video game right now? <laughs> um, what spoiler see. are you going to give us? Let's see. It, all right. Let's just say <laughs> between you and me, okay, it takes place, okay, in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, write it down, listeners. Time ago. Partiers, write it down. Time time to, to write that down. Yeah. Leak it. Have you considered well, Robert Duvall for Yoda? <laughs> who doesn't? I think uh, it's synonymous. He's actually put that on his bucket list, so I would <laughs> be the person to fulfill was that. Was he in that him. movie bucket list? No, I think that was Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> James Spader. And James Spader. Really? I don't know. Okay. Shelley Winters. Um, and okay, okay. Jack Lemmon. We're having a good time, and we want to sit here and talk to you about so many things, including the fact that you're a psychic, but we will get to that in a minute. Todd, we start off the show after talking to people. Cats out of the bag. Uh, We start off the show by going to a segment that we call Unsolicited Advice for News Stories, Paranormal News Stories. It doesn't have a real name, but that's what we do. We give unsolicited advice for Paranormal News Stories. Unsolicited Advice. But we have a little theme song we like to play to go into it.
gets real good. Just wait. this online is some like German band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not our song. All right. Uh, no, no one of the rest use it. Who needs rights? Um, but we only play that much every week and I feel like Mador the band is not going to find us anytime soon. You know, if they do, it's going to be real. I'm releasing We are Mador. <laughs> we are here for our royalty. Oh, no, we love it. I want our royalties now. <laughs> Mystic Party is our favorite dance song. I my favorite dance anthem. Pay me. <laughs> Let me say, when East Germany fell, those people were all promptly executed. <laughs> they, they were a, they were a group of the state. That's a they very were like, old song. They were like the Eastern version of Kraftwerk, and they and they were like, <laughs> "Well, you're done. We don't need a redundant Kraftwerk." Boom. There could be only one. All right, Kiki. Kiki News Girl's back this week, and uh, we will have her read some news stories. We might only do two today. Hot yeah. So pick your favorite two. All right. Listeners, we have a couple of paranormal news stories for you. Uh, which ones are my favorite? I'm going to go with the two creepiest. Oh, good. Number one, Filipino bloodsuckers. Bloodsucking creatures are devastating livestock herds in the island of Sibylle. An article published recently by the Manila Standard today said farmers are becoming increasingly fearful of the creature, which strikes when the moon is full, sucks the blood of its prey, and tears off the limbs of livestock such as goats. It's a continuing goat massacre happening at the onset of the full moon every year since 2012. Oh, shit. We've used this story? Yes. No, we have not. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Go I ahead. don't recall this one. Okay. You are here. I'll read all three. No, no. Is that the end of that one? Yeah. Okay. It's blood suck. It happens during a full moon. Animals, livestock are getting... This is a recent story. I just found it. I'm still kind of loving that there's a thing called the Manila Standard. The Manila Standard today. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Because it's just uh, all Manila, all you need. It just sounds real boring. No. The Manila no. <laughs> Manila standard today. Manila wafers. Manila wafers. Um, so these people's <laughs> livestock are getting slaughtered by a blood-sucking creature who's ripping their limbs off on full moon nights. Sounds like... A fucking it, werewolf is what no, it sounds like. it sounds oh, like a chupacabra on vacation. Could be a chupacabra. Ooh. Todd, uh, I think that's some really good advice. That's what I'm saying. Um... Yeah, so it does sound like a chupacabra. On vacation. He's like, I'm going to Manila. <laughs> I'm going to see the standard. Philippines. He was like, maybe I'll go to Thailand. Too expensive. <laughs> I am. I'm going to eat some I of that big purple food that they have. They have this like purple root. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a I don't know its yucca. name. Halo, halo. Okay. Really? Oh no, Hello Hello is the dessert they make. Yeah, 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 with, yeah, the yeah. Stuff. with the taro root. Taro, that's right, taro. Boom, isn't that yeah. what poi is made from? Yeah, did you totally. Eat, did you eat balut? Keep going. Balut. Are you done saying the word? <laughs> B-A-L-U-T. I like how she's like really into pronouncing it. It's kind of like balut. like the newscasters uh, in good. Los Angeles she's that good. like accurately <laughs> pronounce the Spanish words. Oh, I love when they do that. And like, Guadalajara. Yeah. Or when like, they're like, <laughs> the perpetrator is eating a croissant. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they just jump into like... You're not like French, sir. <laughs> now say the word again. Balut. 
Is bullet or balut? Balut. Balloon. B-A-L-U-T. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. And no, I've not eaten it's, it. It's a soft boiled egg, but it's when it's like about a hatch, kind of. Filipino about people hatch, don't so it's like it. Yeah. It's in real it. crunchy. Filipino it's like, people it's don't like, like it bonds. when you talk about that. Talk like, about paranormal. I, know, I don't want it. Not part of the story. I like. I don't like it when you talk about it. Why? Because don't say something racist. I'm not going coming to. From, <laughs> coming from St. Grant. I um, love Filipino people. They're like, they're like my people, but like on the east side. I told you not to say something racist. They're like my people, but they're on the eastern hemisphere. Oh, I see what you're saying. They don't like it. Uh-huh. They don't like when you talk about their unhashed They don't eggs. like that food? They like the food, but they don't like it when you talk about it like it's weird. We'll talk about halo halo. Let's talk about Wait, spaghetti. Look, look, I come from a country that, that like deep fries butter and eats it at what country at oh our country yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was so, just like what country I'm, is I'm that deeply embarrassed about american oh, sure. food that's sure, sure. awful let's, so, let's so i back. think you can mock awful food globally. Oh, for sure for sure for sure um guys i'm the least racist one on the show todd are you the most racist probably okay <laughs> Well, all right. Chupacabra is a really good answer to that. And as wait, we all wait, know. Does racist mean half Danish and half Polish? Yeah. <laughs> it's too racist. Di- too racist. Too, too racist. Yeah. Too right. Like okay. Oh, yeah. Culture. So yeah. Racist. racist. And those, those aren't nationalities. <laughs> those are racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference. Uh, what phylum are you? <laughs> <laughs> what species? Yeah, right? Chupacabras. On vacation. On vacation. Hey, Get yourself a, a linen bag. We know that's what gets I think I smell the next Nickelodeon show. <sighs> I don't want to go here. DM, I'm totally, I'm totally trademarking that. With Chupacabras on vacation. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. All right. Uh, next news story, Kiki. <laughs> next news, in addition to Chupacabras eating delicious balut and hollow hollow, um, we have a story about Bigfoot DNA. <sighs> Which is... I know this story made me sad. Go on. All right. <gasps> no, you don't, because I pulled a different one that also had a similar it title. It made me happy. Okay, go. In news this week, Bigfoot is real. What? What? <laughs> not the news story you thought, is oh! it? I read two about Bigfoot oh! this week. Look, I'm the guy who trolls, like, Bigfoot videos every night. We usually talk about Bigfoot on the show every week. I love Bigfoot. Because there's, so there's so many good ones. <sighs> well, you'll be happy to know that. Uh, veterinarian Melba S. Ketchum claims after a five-year study of more than 100 DNA samples that she believes come from the elusive hairy beast that he may exist. Under Ketchum's directum at DNA Diagnostics in Nacogdoches, Texas. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches, Texas. (laughs) Who's Um, racist now? (laughs) (laughs) A team of researchers has concluded that one of these DNA strands is an unclassified primate species and that the creature may be a human relative that somehow developed around 15,000 years ago as a result of a hybrid cross between Homo sapiens with an unknown primate. Okay, my only problem with this story was, was where did she get this... a party 15,000 years ago. <laughs> where did she get this? Spe- get yeah. the specimens? Does it say? This is my problem with the story. I didn't... Really... And it's one scientist. She didn't. It's a veterinarian, actually. <laughs> hey, don't slag veteran. You're a veterinarianist. You're on veterinarians. Veterinarians, I think, a, have to go to school degree. as long as doctors. I'm saying. And then Zane said yesterday that morticians... No, who has to go to school? People who perform autopsies. autopsies People who go to med well, school. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Longer than medical students. No, they, they are... Me, they are They're doctors. 
their medical doctors, and then they go to another program for five years to become autopsy specialists. You know what? They never lose a patient. But what if they lost the corpse? What if, well, you're like, look, it, it does an, a mortician, like, fail if they gain one on the table? Oh, like if they bring someone back to I'm life? Saying. Yeah, then they have to just put them right back up. <laughs> no, no, no. Be that pillow, Louise. Yeah. Or if they, yeah, yeah, you're not going to lose one unless you, like, physically lose it somewhere, like, along the way. You accidentally drop it. If I was a mortician, I would just. I'm an autopsy specialist. I mean, I would just keep a hammer next to the corpse. <laughs> just, yeah. just, in case. Just, just in case. No, no, not just in case. I would I would just hit it in the head every time and be like, cause of death, hammer. <laughs> and then I'd be, like, I'd be like, look, it's very obvious. <laughs> and then it would I, save you a I, lot of time. Yeah, I'd be like, Boom, well, I'm lunchtime, short TV. day. Yeah. <laughs> now I can go home and watch SVU. <laughs> Which I've done. Maybe that's the show. Would you, you watch SVU about. or you've hit someone in the head with a hammer? You've been on SVU? Oh, you've been killed, on SVU. I've killed someone with, with a hammer? hammer on the riches. Yeah. I feel like I've killed, killed someone with a hammer. I killed Ari Gross too. with a hammer. I've, I've killed... Last year I was in like several horror movies where I killed people. Hammer. And I think I killed somebody with a hammer. Nice. Gross. You guys It's a good murder weapon. Um, all right, Kiki, let's do one more news story. Let's do three. Let's, do, let's go wild. All right. Also in news this week, Siberian Mystery Crater. An enormous crater spotted near Yamal, northern Siberia, has people scrambling for explanations. Siberia's Zvezda TV, I'm killing the pronunciation today, uh, recently aired helicopter footage of the giant black hole, which appears to be hundreds of feet wide, and according to reports, was formed some two years ago. Russia's emergency ministry has ruled out meteorite strike, though such things have been common in Russia recently, and there's talk of a possible UFO crash. But the real cause of the whole may be simply the area's unique geology. Did you see this on the internet? You nodded like you saw no, I've it. I've seen it. Yeah, it's like all over the internet. Yeah. It was kind of creepy. It's just a hole. Yeah, but it's big. It's a big, it's a big planet, though. Okay, I know, but... Here's the thing. It's like, we come from old. a place where there's tornadoes, and that's freaky. But when the fucking ground moves, Wait, I'm not you live okay in with Los that. Angeles. No, I come from a place um, where there's tornadoes. Okay. Earthquakes scare the shit no, out of me. And I can't even. Don't bother me. No, I can't. Like, if one happens in the middle of the night, I'm not sleeping. My feeling, like, earthquakes, are, I, I have the same feeling at, like, like, plane crash, not to be insensitive. But it's like, <laughs> if, if, if an earthquake decides to kill you, the earth said you're done. <laughs> and I respect That's that. That's why I'm so scared of it. No, it's the I don't earth. Know. I'm like, the earth said my number is punched. Like, take me out. It's like a plane crash. If you're going down on a... In, Again, bad bad subject right now. So I'm just no, this will air in two weeks. So I'll bring okay, it. Well, forgotten. Uh, that's horrible. <laughs> you know it's true. The internet has a short memory. Okay. You guys. Yeah. Yet, yet we endlessly watch a cat playing piano. Snowden. Snowden. Does anybody remember that? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying, if I'm going that. down in a plane crash, it's like it, my number's up. It's not like I like yeah, I choked on a chicken bone, which would be odd. For me, because you don't eat chicken. Don't eat chicken. So, if, but if you choked on a chicken bone, that would be unique, Then it would be, and that would be murder. And Zane would be hitting my body with a hammer. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> Watching SVU. That was a good, some good news stories. Thanks, Kiki. Really good news stories. All right, now's the time. Land of the lost. That's a good show. Land of the lost. 
And uh, the last. All right, now Russia right now, to do the part of the show. Holly, Where we listen to you guys. Expedition, <laughs> Whoa. The greatest topical earthquake mm -hmm. ever known. That's what I'm doing. What kind of car did they drive? Uh, station wagon? I think it was a station wagon. Okay. Red? I think it was wooden you know paneled. Who, was it? Yeah. yeah that's just what we had when we were kids. Clint Howard Chaka? I don't know. I hope so. I only had a magic brick that told me things. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're really bossing around, Kiki. You just met her. No, I have a magic brick. Oh. Um, <laughs> Easy. Well, whatever. We're moving on, Todd. We're moving brick. on to the part of the show where we ask you questions about something you don't know anything about. Mm -hmm. um, it's called It's a Quiz. Oh, I love quizzes. It's a quiz. We do own this song. That's my voice. Fantastic. Um, Todd. Uh, yeah. You're from Chicago. I grew up there. Yes, I found that on the internet. <laughs> so I assume you know the story of Resurrection Mary, the yes, famous do, Chicago actually. ghost his hitchhiker who hangs out near Resur Resurrection Cemetery. Yes. You do? Yeah. You may be the first person who knows about the thing that I'm going to no, ask yeah, you about. Like, you, like you're driving and then this hitchhiker and you pick her up and she gets in the car and then when you pass the cemetery, she no. disappears out of the car, and she was she was killed on like prom night. No, she like got in a fight with her um, significant other, and then walked home, Mary, and then got hit. By Resurrection car. Mary is like is Chicago legend. This was also an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? They also Guys, did a little I did not thing know it was that big. And Supernatural did kind of a, a tribute Whoa. to her as well. No quiz. I got one. <laughs> I have Next. a quiz right here. Okay. I thought you wanted to drop that one because it was too easy. Well, I don't know. You we'll might. See. No, I think, I think he probably knows the answers. Go. Okay. All right. Question one. Resurrection Mary is often seen in a party dress and dancing shoes, hanging out on the side of the road because people pick her up there. Where else has she been seen over the years? You're going to know this. Where else? Yeah. A, I'm going to give you. Okay, go ahead. Maybe I shouldn't give you. Go ahead. Okay. A, in nightclubs, dancing and kissing men. B, crying over a grave. C, at your mom's house. Crying over a grave. <laughs> no, it's no, A. No, <laughs> it's nightclubs. In other nightclubs. Night She's been seen in various nightclubs. Oh, that's creepy. In fact, in 1939, one person reported that he spent the whole evening dancing with Mary and kissing her. Oh. Only to ask her, only when he was like driving her home, she has to be let out at the cemetery when they passed it where she disappeared. Where was he kissing her? On the mouth. Pulling worms no. out of her mouth. <laughs> like in a chair. Oh, on the dance floor, I think. Oh. He, he was a, not said. He but, was kissing her in a chair. But, <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> I wanted yeah, to. But I not very to, sexy he's either. He's a picture in his head. I wanted <laughs> to see it. Down. He really... Was he leaning against the wall with his left shoulder? It's yeah. just a disembodied ghost. No, it's a person. Like she's like flesh and blood, and then suddenly she's like, Poof. And she's gone. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Question two: The tragic story of Resurrection Mary, which we've already gone over, begins with her spending the evening with with uh, her boyfriend, uh, who she gets in a fight with, and then she's struck by a car on the way home because mm -hmm. she walks home. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing Resurrection Mary never does? A. Let it get farther than kissing. B, get in a car with a woman. C, make it past Archer Road. Apparently, there's a road in Chicago. Or D, all of the above. All of the above. That's right. It is all of the above. She never, in any of the stories I read, got in a car with a woman. Always just with men. 
It so appeared it seems in the to me it's it's Guy's way of going, I was duped, honey. Yeah. I was, uh, it was a ghost. It was I really, a ghost. The guys tell you, they're going to say, I was kissing some girl at the thing. She but. disappeared right outside the cemetery. And then yeah. the wife's going to be like, where were you kissing her? <laughs> in a, in a chair? chair? <laughs> All the sightings of Mary are by men, many of whom claim she was a looker. Yeah. They used that word in the article yeah. I read. Okay, question some three. Some people claim she wasn't a looker. No. She was like really fugly. No. <laughs> she was like. In fact, there's a photo like, of her on one of these things, but I was like, how could you have a photo that's not real? Because she's not a real person. Well, she was alive at one point. If they well, they, they can't figure out who quite she, she was. They have some ideas uh-huh. from what I read. Okay, question three. Last question. Who was she? <laughs> <laughs> What kind, of cheer, what kind of cheers does she like? Resurrection Mary doesn't just dance and flirt with men. What else did she do that people use as evidence to, to support her existence? This is a specific story. A, dance and flirt with ghosts. B, pass out gin and tonics at bars. Or C, she was reported seeing gripping the gates of the cemetery where she left burnt hand marks that are still present today. Burnt hand marks. That's true. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not because I, I like probably when the time that we were talking about it, I wanted to have nothing to do with that story. Why? Because I was like something you learn about when you're like ten or eleven. You're like, what? Res- what? Uh... Wait, what? I don't want to. I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Keep oh, yeah. driving, Dad. Keep driving, and we passed it. You yeah. you wouldn't like want people to drive by because you're like, oh, it's gonna be spooky. When I was when I was young, yeah. No, I was like stupid imagination kid, like. Yeah. Just, then I'd be like lying in bed at night staring at the ceiling going, she's coming. It's like the Bloody Mary. I still do that. Stuff. I still lay in bed and think she's coming. Like I still uh, am convinced a ghost is going to uh, come into my house at any moment. Have you seen what? her? <laughs> Tell me, have you seen her? That'd be a good song to go us out, but we don't have that one. Hey, you did really good on that quiz. Thank you. That was good. I'm glad you Thank knew you. about that subject. Oh, that's a, that's a classic. Two out of three. I didn't do bad. No, it's no, really I good. like three out of four. No, there's only three questions. No, there's more than three. I think that it's not true. I wrote them. Okay. There's just three? <laughs> I asked a couple of like hard-hitting ones. Was. Was, was, yeah, those were the really tough was, ones. I was conflating Zane's questions with, with yours. Uh-huh, that's true. That's Unfortunately, true. my questions only count. Against you. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, well, Todd, because you did so well on the quiz, we're willing to sit here and help you with your problem that you oh, came on the show to so talk fun. about in a so segment fun. of the show we call Talk to the Guest. Talk to the guest. Guest time. Oh my god, I've had so many cookies. Okay, Todd. Yeah. Now I know you're working on Star Wars and you have big things going on, but I feel like you have an even bigger thing going on. Yeah. What is it? Tell us why you came to the Mystic Party for help. Well, when I was a kid, uh, I was having a it was, it was like a Thanksgiving thing, and it was with my cousin, and and we were having a conversation, and he said something, and I said it like right before he said it. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. You're a psychic, so you you yeah. know what this is. Like I had a, clearly an awakening. Like I knew he was going to say that. And so I kind of felt this this thing like bloom. Do you mind if I ask what you, what he said? Uh, we were talking about uh, like Sesame Street or something like that. I was I was young. And, and I knew you were going to say that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And so there was a moment where 
I realize that I have telepathy. I can I can read his mind, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was convinced. I, I, well, I, well, no, this is a gift that I was born with was with telepathy, but uh, never since then has it happened, and uh, I can't. I the, the the my gift is blocked. Mm. Like after that time, I've never been able to use the gift that I was given, which is the telepathy, the ability to read mm. people's minds. And now you think that you could read just his mind, or you can read everybody's mind? Well, my my feeling is mm-hmm. I'm a I'm telepathic. Okay, so everybody, yeah, you can read everybody's. Yeah, mind. I can read. I can read minds. Okay. But just since that Thanksgiving dinner when you were... That's like eight. You're like eight. Eight or nine, yeah. So a little while ago. Yeah, like he said something and I was like, I totally knew you were going to say that. Oh, yeah. And... A feeling I have on a day-to-day basis. I'm saying. And so there was this, like like I said, it was it was, it was was an awakening and I'm like, oh, I believe I'm telepathic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a really... You know, if you haven't been through it, it's really hard. It's a hard thing to go can't through. Can't shut out the voices like Suki Stackhouse. Exactly. Yeah, it's what I like to call telepath puberty. You know, it's yeah. just a confusing time. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on with right. your body. You just you have to like figure it out. Right. And, yeah. and I still feel like I'm in telepathic puberty. Right. Like I'm still trying still to figure trying out to figure stuff it with out. my body, and I'm still trying to figure out stuff with my gift. Yeah. Wow, that's really frustrating, Todd. Very frustrating because I cannot read minds and so i feel like my gift is 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 stunted your gift is a curse yeah wait, me, wait a second yeah you can't read minds no i can oh but i'm not able to yeah not since he was eight not since not since that moment that i was with my cousin and oh, i said yeah. i totally knew you were going to say that and uh, and uh-huh. then and so then you had a little shine and then you it, it, like the shining like that mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. I had that moment where it was like I can yeah. do this this is what I'm this is this is my trajectory you said the words that every telepath says at some point yeah. I totally knew you were gonna say that right that's what we all say and then we go right. <gasps> and there's that moment that gasp I'm a telepath right that's what everybody yeah. says those just in that in that that or those that three things they order. say yeah they say I totally knew you were gonna say that gasp I'm a telepath. Yeah. That's how it goes. I've never done it, so. Yeah, you wouldn't Well, know. you don't have the gift. And yeah. And not no. that I would expect you to. Like, again, some people have, like, I can't, I can't high jump, which I think you probably can. Yeah, he's good at high jumping. That's one thing I say about him all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And longboarding. High jumping and longboarding. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what that is. Um, Todd, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you really want to be a telepath? I don't think it's it's want. Do I want to have green eyes? Do I want to, it's like what's do you want to have green eyes? I don't, okay. I, I don't right. pick what I am. Okay. I don't pick what I am. You don't pick it. No, I just sort of you live. You just live just live, live your life. Live the gifts that I've been so given. it's it's irrelevant about whether or not you want it. This is just something that you need to. This is just a part of you. It's what I am, okay. and so I guess it's, it's guys frustrating. Well, uh, I think the one thing our listeners might enjoy is a slight demonstration. Yeah. Of the telepathy. Yeah. And I've prepared, uh, one might call it a unique test. Oh, great. Okay. Um, it's a series of questions. Okay. I've written down the answers here. Okay. okay. And I want you to tell me 
what I think the answers are. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Are you guys ready? Oh yeah. yeah. We're just gonna test out our telepathic skill. Although you know, Todd's not having he's having trouble with it. Oh, but, I can't do it. But but you know, let's just no, try. I mean, it. I'm a telepath. I cannot read minds. Let's, so let's, let's go. Let's do the test. Yeah. I think yeah. that the pressure might help. Okay. okay. What is the best size of sweatpants? Um, I'm I'm seeing like a like a chaise like a chaise lounge, and I'm seeing like a like a Wolverine. <laughs> um, can I get your answer? Extra, extra large. Extra, extra large is correct. Yeah. See, I told you, I. I yeah, but that was good. That was good. That was good. No, give me it was something one. Give me was there. Was something was there. That was just that was, like that maybe was a, a misinterpretation that was a or something. Question. I okay. Just, I have to like I have to open the present because maybe you have to learn to interpret what you're seeing. Maybe I do. Maybe you know, I do. maybe, maybe, maybe for you, extra, extra large here. looks like a chaise lounge with a wolverine. It doesn't. Okay. But, but, but you don't know what your mind's eye believes in. I don't. You don't know. Okay. Question two. Let's do question two. Because a lot of, I just want to say, a lot of times it is about interpretation. Yeah. Okay. Of the feelings. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Women weather. Mm-hmm. What is it? I'm like, I'm like tasting like Rutger Hauer. Like I'm tasting like Rutger Hauer, like Blade Runner era, and and I'm seeing a. I'm seeing a hand like slam down on a table. It's rain, rain, rain. It's a rain. <laughs> but you know, Rooker Howard and Blade Runner does have a lot of rain in it, so I think it does. that you're, it does. you're yeah. very close. It really wasn't. This is really close. close. That's really very close. Off. Give me another one. I think I'm really. It's like, I, do, I do. I do think you're like, like close, we have to think about like um, you know, may, your, th- your third eye maybe needs to. Um, needs you should bi- have to teach it to see. Needs a bifocal. Yeah, maybe need a bifocal. It's, but you should teach it to see just in the same way, like you pu- in puberty. You, in puberty, you learn to like ride a bicycle. It's just okay. like that. Okay. And you and know, drive a car. People's whatever. gifts are different sometimes. Okay. Some people, you know, you think about a wine taster. Is there a third? Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a question. Oh, good, good, good. But I have a few notes. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, like a wine taster, you know, some wine tasters say, oh, it's it's old world, it's new world, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Oaky. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They have very specific things. Some people are like, it's like it's like freshly mowed grass. Oh, yeah. It's like, and some uh, people are like, it's fermented grapes. Yeah. 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 yeah so I think that Brie is more of a fermented grapes. Yeah. Straight, mm. straight like to the she, point. she like gets it right. But just like straight to the point, and you know what it is. But but it's just straight to the point, as opposed to like you know you maybe maybe you're more of a taster. And might I taste. say you're... super taster? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm just might I say your visions are terrifying. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Last question. Mm-hmm. Oh, Zane, we're waiting on you. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I lost the question. Let me find it. I've fathered 37 children. Mm-hmm. Name three. Airhorn. Bright mask. Silly string. Priya. Alex, Eric, and Eric, too. 
Bria got three. You got one. <laughs> and that's not bad. It's not bad. That's good. How old is Airhorn now? <laughs> it's still extremely string. Still string. My gift is blocked. <laughs> Todd, um, we have some callers who uh, are just, you know, breaking down the phone lines, wanting to give you a call. Um, so well, let's see what our callers have to say about your um, your lack of telepath uh, abilities. Okay. And really good guessing. Hi, Mystic Party. My name is Jan. I'm calling you from Halifax. It's spelled Jan. It's pronounced Jan. Now, it's an interesting predicament you have trying to tell if Todd is a psychic. Uh, if he is a psychic, let's all get rich. Let's have him predict the price movements of a specific stock or fixed income security. And that'd be fun. We could get rich, but he might just be a common huckster like Steve Martin and Lisa Faith, so we wouldn't really tell us anything. Now, psychics also often have dominion over animals. That's very accusatory. Uh, for example, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 13, uh, Jesus comes across a bunch of demon pigs, and he commands them, so to, commands them to drown themselves in a lake. Now, Todd could do that, and it might prove he's our Lord and Savior, uh, but that's incrementally different from being a psychic, so that doesn't bring us too far. But there is one foolproof litmus test. A little-known fact about the international dateline. Oh. Now, when you cross the dateline, Wednesday turns into Saturday or whatever, and the mind can't comprehend this usually. Uh, the metaphysical stress often causes the implosion of the human psyche. A uh, very big issue. Commercial airlines have to, have to cross the dateline all the time, but they employ armies of Wiccans to cast protective spells on planes. It's very expensive for Delta. It's like 80% of their payroll. But anyway, what we need to know is, can Todd cross the dateline and not suffer the immolation of his id? Uh, only a psychic has the mental fortitude to do this. So he needs wow. to charter a plane, uh, fly a Cessna, and see if he comes out the other side. So head to Hertz, get a plane, and good luck. Well, thank you. I'm thank you fortunate mm-hmm. because when I take my phone out of airplane mode when I land, mm-hmm. boom, it already shows me the local time. Wow. Okay. That's really helpful. So, and I have, and I have, I have like a phone. Uh-huh. So, kaboom, and problem solved. And then you just know what time it is because of your phone. I'm just trying to wade through the, the, the amount of information that man just gave us. I don't even know what the international dateline is, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's like if you fly. I knew you'd say that. Oh. It's like. What? Gasp. <laughs> 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 okay, that's good. That's, that's good. good. We're getting your ability back I feel a little like bit. We get a few so. things from that call. Okay. One, the international dateline is when the day changes. So there's like 24 hours. Which my phone helps me. Right. And his right. phone. And so I'm thinking. Maybe my phone's like. Oh, if, if nothing else, you might call Delta because they're spending 80% of their money on Wiccans. You may want to hand them that phone to protect the well, psychic. Let's let's be honest. Aren't all airlines run by Wiccans? I mean, how sure. does it get off the ground? That's a really good point. It's a big point hunk of metal. Yeah. It's either Wiccans or Poltergeists. It's One or the other is, is running I like all the to planes. Think that airplanes are supported by Poltergeists. Yeah, just they're just <laughs> carrying it up on their shoulders. It's actually yeah. it's, it's like in like their the hell dimension. They kind of have like, to. It's like their punishment. Job. Yeah, it's like the worst. Phase two elephant. of the phantasm plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that was, a, that was a pretty helpful call as far as like understanding how planes work. Really but helpful. I don't think it's like super helpful as far as like the date, time, 
passage test. test. But I do feel like maybe we might want to think about employing some sort of test just to make like double sure that you're actually a telepath. Okay. Like, oh, I'll take not, a not the test you just did. I have a few more quick <laughs> questions. I'm up for it. I don't know if uh, we have time or you could ask. You could ask one more. You could ask two more. <laughs> also, we should take another call at okay. some point as well. Okay. If I have two brooms, mm-hmm. one is enchanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One is my godchild. Mm-hmm. And the third is an instrument of cleaning. Mm-hmm. How many brooms do I have? Uh, Jason Hervey, who was the older brother on Wonder Years. Brian? You have... I have two brooms. <laughs> One is enchanted. One is your godchild. One is for cleaning. One is for cleaning. So you have seven brooms. That was more of a riddle, though, because everybody knows that a Shannon room broom is the equivalent of four brooms. So then I you think have that two what brooms. you guys are missing on these tests are there's no right answer. It's just random question. What I wrote down on the paper. Uh, yeah, I thought there was a real answer. That's a so true it's test. Not but J- see, Jason Hervey. The answer um, is seven. Yeah. The answer was seven. You're close. Yeah. How many seasons was Wonder Years on? Uh, seven. Magic brick. Ask the nearest. It was on for seven seasons. It was on for seven seasons. See, so Todd, you're so close. You're so close. Um, let's take another phone call. But I, ha- I think I have some advice for you as a, you know, a psychic who's really, I've really like made a, made a living and uh, my p- place my flag in the ground as a premier psychic in Southern California. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I have some advice for you. But let's take one more phone call because mm-hmm. people are just really wanting to talk to you today. All right. <laughs> Uh, hello, this is uh, Bob Wayne right here. I've got a phone bill here. My daughter apparently has been calling your uh, psychic hotline, and I'm just, uh, uh-huh. uh, she's not 18, um, she's not able to uh, pay this bill. And That must be Bria's well, hotline. I understand that my, my assumption was that you were psychics and that you would know that she was 18, uh, not yeah. 18. Uh, Bria? Yeah. Uh-huh. Could you explain to me why your powers uh, didn't work? I why didn't your powers work? I, 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 you know, I'm on a budget here. I can't pay my this bill. And uh, hold on, I think she... family living week to week. All right, sir. Kind of thing, sir. Okay. Sir. Okay. I think. Right. Yeah. I think she. Let. Are you going to take your call off the air? You're going to take your. Okay. Well, I, well, you'll be hearing from. My attorney. Okay, fine. You don't even listen to what we're saying. Listen, Todd, let me just give you a little bit of psychic advice. Yeah. Never start a hotline. Okay. Because well. you do these people favors, they call in, they want to know, oh, am I going to meet my true love this year? Oh, am I going to get a raise? Oh, I'm eight. I'm not 18 years old, but I'm calling anyway and using my credit card from my dad. You know what? I don't care if you're not 18. I'm going to do a psychic evaluation on you regardless because what if you need it? Right. I'm all I'm doing is helping people. Right. If you were a doctor and somebody was hit by a car in the middle of the street, you're going to keep walking because they can't pay their phone bill. Yeah, or yeah. just a person because 
People should also help people who've been hit by cars. It's like Brie is like the Nambla of psychics. You can't set a a bone. Do you know what Nambla is? You can't set a bone? That's something else you should learn. I know. Do you know what Nambla is? Uh, National Organization for Bleeding. For Man Boy Love. Oh, Man Boy Love. How quickly that came out of both of our mouths. Man Boy Love. I knew you guys were going to say that. Um, I don't know if they're still around. Why? Why am I like that? Because they advocated that just because you're 15 doesn't mean you can't be in love. That's true. And, and just because you're 15 doesn't mean you can't get a psychic evaluation. They they want to 15 year olds want to know go stuff to the too. Doctor, when yeah. you're 15. Yeah. Do you go to the future doctor? That's me. I'm a future doctor. That's what I like to think of myself as. Because in the future, no one will need real doctors. They're just going to need psychics. To tell them what they need to be doing every day. Yep. To prepare if for their imminent death. Just get my gift working. Yeah, and then I'm just like, here's how you're gonna die. Sorry. Well, so don't waste your money you're on Obamacare with a yeah. hammer in your head. Yeah. <laughs> if there's any hammers nearby, you might want to get rid of them. Otherwise, you're good. Your health is fine. Go yeah, and live you your life. Live your life and enjoy it. Yeah. Just until that hammer comes along. One hundred percent of deaths in this small town <laughs> where Zane is an autopsician. Are caused by hammer death. <laughs> it's in the newspaper every day. Read it. It's going to happen to you. Hammer mm-hmm. death. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stay away from carpenters. Stay away from Jesus. Nobody knows why all these hammer deaths keep happening. Uh, no. Horrifying. Horrifying. Look, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> Todd, I think we have to do some extreme measures here. All right. I think we need to do one of two things. Okay. One. Do both. Another test question. Go. No. One. Yeah. You're not a psychic. Just think about it. Take it in. Consider it. As psychic to possible non-psychic. Just take it in. I didn't expect you to say that. Okay. You can ignore that one if you want. Well, no. It's just I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) I just got it. Two. Psychic school. There's a... Is it like a Hogwarts? Um, It's like a hotline. It's like, yeah, it's more like you work in like a hotline, a hotline uh, call facility. I have one that right. and we're always needing workers. Right. And uh, it's just a really good, it's kind of like throwing you into the trenches. I call it psychic school, but really it's just like an unpaid internship. And and the questions are way easier than the questions I was throwing at oh, you. Oh yeah, so easy. Like, you know what? Okay. Let's do a, I'm going to do one for right, you. Little, I'm going to do play. a question. Little role play. Little role play. Okay. okay. Bring, bring. Hello. Todd Stashwick. Hold on, please. Let me transfer you to one of our top psychics. No, wait. Hi. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, who's the guy? Am I the psychic? You're the psychic. Okay, You're the good. psychic. Let's take from the T.O.P. <laughs> bring, bring. Hold on. Let me transfer you to one of our top psychics. Hi, this is Todd. How can I help you? Todd, this is Amanda Schuster, and I'm calling because I want to know if my true love is in my seventh grade arithmetic class. Pause. Remember, no taboo. Unpause. Um, I'm seeing raccoons. <laughs> that's, that's taboo. Over, overturning a barrel. Taboo. I don't know what you're talking about. Todd, I, try to place this in a reality. Where would raccoons be in this woman's life? Think about it. You, ma'am, can I ask you a few questions? Sure. Where do you live? I live in a raccoon barrel. Boom! <laughs> Pay me! Money, please! That was really good, Todd. That was 
Yeah. You're me. hired. We don't pay money. Oh. But it's more of like an indentured servitude. That's a horrible thing to be. That's, look, do you want to be a psychic or not? Talk to the poltergeist union because you're not getting paid for this one. <laughs> the poltergeist Yeah, join that one. They're in charge of the plants. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Um... Todd, I think that you're going to be hired. This is going to be good for you. Now, you probably need to quit your day job. You probably need to quit that dumb Star Wars video game. Like, no more acting. Ring, ring. Oh. uh, Ring, ring. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll get you uh, to the nearest psychic. Uh, Here he is. Hi, this is Todd. How can I help you? (gasps) My husband just died. He just died. And I, I swear to God, I think it was from some sort of liver damage or possibly a worm. Okay. Uh, um, I'm, uh, but the doctors, yeah. uh, they, they said, they said it was a head trauma. Oh. I just need closure. Um, you know those... Those mechanical chimps that hit the cymbals and bare their teeth? Like monkey shines? Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Uh, there was a monkey shines at the autopsy doctor. There was a, there was a monkey with the... There's gasp. one word for what that thing is? It's called a monkey shines? What did you just say? There's, that's from the, the cover of the Stephen King short story anthology, Monkey Shines. Uh, has one of those on it. I don't oh, know. Oh, so that's... I saw it at summer camp when very, I was a little girl. Very good. You, what, how old are you? Oh, I'm, I'm in my late 50s. I don't have a birth certificate. I was born in India. She's 17. All of her colors are 17. She's 17. not old. <laughs> um, I was born in India. In India. In India. Indiana? Indian... Indiana. I was born in in. This is not important, Todd. Keep going. Pakistan, Pakistan, Indiana. So you want closure? Your your husband was killed with a hammer. No, give her closure. Yep, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's sleeping with Resurrection Mary. <laughs> no, don't say that. What? Don't say that. No? no, no, no. What? We Where? want them to be faithful. He misses her. Where are they <laughs> sleeping together? In a barrel of raccoon. <laughs> that sounds wildly inaccurate. I'm not paying for this. <laughs> oh, nuts. Hey, Todd, thanks for coming thanks on Mystic Party. It's me. been so much fun. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, if you go to www.dodstashwick.com, you can find links to my Twitter. You can find links to my Facebook. And you can f- read Devil Facebook. Inside. And, uh... And I often will have updates on the conventions that I'm appearing at. And Fun. Like that. You doing any soon? Yeah, I'm. Well, Comic Con for sure. And then I'll be going to Dallas to uh, to for a uh, convention, uh, Vampire Diaries convention. Oh, very fun! Very fun! Yeah. Um. Uh, well, well, you go. A lot of times when Bria's doing conventions, mm-hmm. she looks out to the audience and she screams and she goes, someone here is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and the lights go out and you hear something crash. Yes. Ah. Someone's dead. Uh-huh. So try not to do that. Well, and she's standing it. there holding a hammer. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Mystic Fart Mystic Farty? Mystic Fart Party. How have we not made wow. that joke yet? Wow. Mystic Fart Party, um, you can find on Facebook. We have a call-in number. So you guys, we just 
just launched it, so you guys can call in with your own paranormal problems. Just dropped. We will answer them on the show. Um, it's one eight six four Mystic Four. One eight six four Mystic Four. Is that right? That's right, because okay. there's four mystics. Please, please call us and leave us a message. We want to hear it. Uh, like us on Facebook. I'm at Bria Grant on Twitter. I'm at Zane Grant on Twitter. And I'm at Todd Stashwick. Oh, my goodness gracious. Twitter. Follow us all. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe, subscribe. Write a nice review of this podcast. We love you. Bye. Bye. I like that. Thanks for listening to The Mystic Party. Hey, everybody. Do you like getting stoned and watching a movie? Or just watching a movie? Well, then check out our podcast, I Am Weed, where we... And a guest. ...go to the movies and discuss it after. A movie review podcast with a little token twist, get it? Oh, boy. But hey, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy this podcast. Uh, you should enjoy watching movies, though. Subscribe to I Am Weed on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.